Hello and welcome to BSN Extra. I'm your host, Jason Barfield. We've been on the road quite a bit lately. Football traveled out to Eastern Kentucky, out to Utah, getting ready to head to Tarleton. So it's good to finally get a chance to sit down here in studio and chat with you guys a little bit, give you some updates on what we've got going on here around the department. Bobby Williams is going to come in studio. He's going to sit and talk to us about some of the renovations that are coming to Bauer Stadium. Then we're going to get into a few Conference USA news and notes. All of that coming up here in just a moment on BSN Extra. Basketball season is right around the corner and renewals are currently going on for season tickets at Johnson Coliseum to catch the men and the women as they prepare for their final season of Western Athletic Conference play. Single game tickets will be going on sale soon, so be sure to check out GoBearCats.com slash tickets or check out our social media channels as we'll have updates when you can buy those individual game tickets. Eat them up, cats. And welcome back to BSN Extra. Jason Barfield here, and I'm joined by Bobby Williams. And uh, Bobby, it's hard to believe, but we're on the back end of the fall season. I mean, football's about to take their last road trip of the year. Volleyball, soccer starting to wrap things up on their regular seasons. It's really gone by fast. You know, it's amazing how it just keeps going like that. Um, it's it's fun. That, you know, we get that initial start to the school year, and then next thing you know, you look up, and it's Thanksgiving, and Christmas, and then we start the uh, the winter sports, and then uh, the spring sports, and now we're doing it again after that. Well, let's get into it. We uh, we kind of teased this a little bit, and we've talked a little bit about um, you know the fan experience at Bowers and some of the enhancements that are going to be going into the stadium. And certainly, we've looked at a lot of different areas. But one of the things I think a lot of the people are are really excited about are the terraces and that addition to uh, to Bowers and how that can add an extra, just an, an extra layer, an extra level uh, that the fans can really engage with. And so, you know, I know we've touched on it before, but we have drawings now that we can we can look at and talk about. So let's get back into it. Let's talk a little bit about kind of the developments there and, and really what that area is starting to look like. Well, you know, still we're still in a concept stage. We're still trying to, as we tour, we've got, we were at U of H yesterday and got some really good ideas. We're going to Arkansas State next week. And then we're wrapping this up uh, as far as these terraces and and even the uh, the press box situation. Looking at that, but we it's been really a valuable experience. Uh, also, uh, last week made a presentation to the Sam Houston Foundation uh, to get some feedback from them on on some of the the areas that we're talking about and premium seating and some of the support that we'll get from there. Uh, and, and and so there's a lot of things that are still moving, uh, but we're getting closer and closer. Uh, we've met with physical plant. And talking about some of these the concepts and how we go about getting them built, especially the terraces for next year, and we're excited about how we're at where we're at and moving forward. When you take a look at the drawings, um, you know right now it kind of conceptually some things are changing a little bit, but um, you know right now the way it's looking, you've got kind of two areas on either side of the field on the home side. And then are y'all looking to just kind of mirror that same look on the visitor side as well? Yes, it's a little bit steeper angle over on the other side uh, with that berm. Uh, so we're, we're looking at, at, at how structurally we can we can build these out. But this is a similar situation. We'd like uh, two on each side, uh, excuse me, four on each side, 
Uh, and right now the, the initial drawings that we have has three on the west side, which will change because we, we don't want to push it down for future expansion purposes, whatever we do down at the south end or the north end. Uh, so that's the approach that we're also taking is we're trying to look at building something that we don't have to tear it out again when we want to expand the stadium or do some other things like that and create an area that's a long-term uh, situation for us. When you look at kind of the uses, kind of how do you envision these terraces being used? Well, there's several uh, approaches that we're looking at. There'll, there'll be a group type situation that we can have that. There'll be more of a loge type situation too, or high by, tabletop uh, uh, chairs. Uh, people can stand, have conversations. How we tie it into the chair backs uh, on the west side, how we uh, work with our student groups and, and students on the uh, east side. And so there's several uh, philosophies that we're working with on how we go about doing, but just creating areas. And I, and I even noticed that at U of H, they created some areas in their stadium, but it's in the end zone. We're trying to create a more of a premium type viewing uh, uh, situation like the chairbacks are uh, so that we can, can uh, uh, find the right spot for fans where they would like to be. Kind of keeping up with some premium sight lines. So it's not just premium seating, but – the actual experience and viewing the game stays at a premium level as well. People are, you know, fans are getting where they like those those uh, party decks or whatever you t- uh, want to refer to them as, as uh, they can go stand, have conversations, uh, but also have the option to sit down if they want and, and be able to uh, have that experience as well. One of the questions that I've seen people kind of ask about this is just, Capacity standpoint, size, how how big are we talking? How many people are you envisioning in each one of these kind of terrace levels? Well, that's what we're working on is the structure, too, because that's a big part of how many that you can put on those those decks and, and how you go about doing it. So those are some of the discussions that we're having. Uh, you know, the, the pavilion, I believe, is about 70, 75. We're looking at those type of things, maybe each section 50 to 70 uh, what you can get safely on there. And so those are some of the things that we're still working with physical plan and some of the design and, and structures on how we're doing it. That's, that's why we're still in the concept stage because we're working through some of those ideas that we're looking at. We're trying to find the best solution that we can for our student fan experience. And uh, I think we're heading in the right direction. So these are actually going to be pretty big then. I mean, I think, yeah. I think some of the initial concept, the thoughts might have been 15 to 20 per, but if you're talking – 50 to 75, these are going to be rather large. Because you're going to see the sections. You'll see how they're step-down sections down the berm. And then we also see how far we can go down uh, so that we create don't create sightline issues uh, with sections A and H uh, and when you're looking across the field or from the goal line back to midfield. Uh, so those that's that's the thing that is slowing us down a little bit. But it's good, good things that we – because we want to make sure we do it right. And uh, the concept we have, the feedback that we're getting, uh, and how we go about uh, implement, implementing it for next year, uh, we're, we're on the right track. And I think you said something important you touched on earlier is that you don't want this to get in the way of future expansion. And by future expansion, are you talking about more seating to Bauer Stadium? Kind of what, what's that conversation? Well, the interesting part is, you know, uh, if you look at the master plan that we developed a few years back, you know, we're looking at eventually bowling in uh, the seating at the north end. Uh, then you've got expansion of the field house at some point in time, and do you want to include seating in there, and how do you go about, about doing that? 
And so that's the thing that we're really focused on. I know at U of H, they confirmed that yesterday with, with their stadium. They built it at 40,000, but there's sections in there that are not built out that people don't really realize that that's what that is, that they can add suites. They can add additional uh, chairback seats. They can add bench seating or whatever it may be in that stadium and not have to st- take the stadium offline in the future. And that's the key concept that Dr. White and I have been working on is in phasing this renovation of Bowers from the field house to, to the, the, these type of uh, terraces uh, to the press box renovation to expanding seating when necessary to taking the track out and uh, in, in the uh, field events areas and still having enough good sideline areas for our teams and TV. And that's another thing people don't realize is once we, we the track d- does benefit, but the sidelines are getting very busy down there, but we'll have to have more room for TV and, and some things that happen. That's the thing I when I was, we were at A&M we were talking about, uh, the, that, that they wish they had more room. Uh, at U of H yesterday, they have a lot more room, and it didn't affect their sight lines for their fans either. We have that situation uh, at Bowers, uh, and eventually when we get the track out, we won't have to uh, recreate that. And so that's a positive. And – you know, with the renovation of the field, kind of, you know, that we're going to look at for next year, um, taking the field events areas. We're talking about taking those out as well. Uh, the track will be a little bit longer, uh, maybe in, in one of the phases down the road when we start thinking about bowling in the stadium or some things like that to, to get that out of there. But uh, it's in the in the process and in, in looking at right now. One of the things um, that you, you talked about, you know, some of the things that you've taken from seeing U of H, and obviously – Y'all have been going to a lot of different places and looking at different setups. What are some things that may have changed in the plans since you've seen what everybody else is doing that that maybe you didn't anticipate adjusting, but once you've actually seen it kind of in practice that you said, okay, we may need to make an adjustment here? Well, I I think the concept, and you even see this at NRG in the suites and some of the premium seating, even in the the chairback seating, they they try to cram a lot of seats in. And it, it doesn't lend a lot of room for your fan. Your shoulder to shoulder in some situation, even, in, in, even at NRG with some of the, the premium seating, it's like that. So we're looking at, uh, and U of H did this too, is, is taking out some seats, creating more room, more space. And even on these terraces, that's the same deal. We could, you know, get 100 people in there, 150, whatever we want to, and build it to that structure, and we're all, you know, shoulder to shoulder. We want a little different experience for everybody. Uh, have more space. People can flow in, flow out, have conversations, uh, and not, you know, and still see the game, not having to look over over people. And, and so those are some of the things that we've noticed that is changing, uh, not overbuilding from, from a seat number, but creating the positive uh, experience that's a lot more room and more, more friendly. So obviously there's, you know, there's kind of a hard deadline on this. You're, you're trying to get everything done in time for Conference USA and FBS play. But how difficult is that balance of putting a deadline on it and needing to get it done by a certain time, but at the same time making sure it gets done right? Well, the hardest part is when you go see everything and all these new ideas and everybody, you know, whether they're, they're texting you or even when you go talk to a group and, and you show them what the experience is, everybody has – an additional idea, and being able to manage that so that we're 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 doing it right and trying to please as many people as we can, 
But at some point in time, we got to draw a line and get it done. And that, and we're getting very close to that. I mean, this is going to happen. I mean, Dr. White and I were talking yesterday. That's why we're, we're rolling this, this particular uh, concept out right now is because this is, this is going to happen uh, next fall. And, uh, but at some point in time, when we, when we get down to it, we've got to, we've got to, uh, get it going and start, uh, building and, and that'll happen. I think we've still got a little bit of time to do that and, uh, in the spring to, to build it. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, a few little news and notes, some odds and ends that we'll touch on as well. Some things that have come up over the last couple of weeks that I've been wanting to talk to you about. We'll have that in just a moment here on BSN Extra. Hey, Bearcat fans, tickets are on sale now for the final two home football games of the season. So be sure, log on, get your tickets. November 12th, Bearcats take on Abilene Christian. And then November 19th, Southern Utah comes to visit Bauer Stadium. It will be homecoming for that one late in the year, a late homecoming. So make sure you have your tickets for that one. Log on, gobearcats.com slash tickets, or check it out in the Go Bearcats app. Eat them up, cats. And welcome back to BSN Extra. Jason Barfield here, joined again by Bobby Williams. And not a whole lot of other stuff to talk about. We've got, you know, we talk about the seasons are wrapping up. Um, but with that, there is still an open date on the football schedule. Another one on November 5th. Obviously, it is a shorter football season this year. But there have been rumors out there that uh, that that date might get filled. New Mexico State was looking for a date, and some stuff was on Twitter and, and stuff like that about possibly Sam Houston being a good fit. Obviously, you've got the Conference USA connection there and the relationship here in the WAC. Um, so was there anything to that? Kind of where are we on that? We were having discussions. Mario Mocha and I have been known each other for 25 years when he was at Texas State back in the day with Mike Alden before they went to Missouri, and then when he was the AD at Southern Illinois and I was on the football committee and playoffs, and we, we've always kind of known each other, and then especially the last few years with the WAC and now Conference USA. So, yeah, it was one of, one of the first calls I think he made to see our availability since we did have that open date. Uh, and we just discussed some things, but I, I think what it came down to it was, it, you know, we have a plan. It's almost like what we did when we went through the, the pandemic and didn't play in the fall and – and we stuck to, once we decided what we wanted to do and, and how we were going about implementing any plans that we have, we, we pretty much didn't deviate from that. And, and that's the situation we're in right now is I know we're at nine games because of things that were out of our control. But, um, you know, with what Coach Keeler's trying to do with roster management and, and how we go about doing this uh, and the trial of travel that we've had this year, uh, we just didn't feel like it was good for us, and it, it didn't fit where uh, where we're heading with our plan. And, you know, it's nice to looking forward after this weekend and having a weekend off and then having two home games uh, and then start focusing on a conference USA. So that, that was the reasoning behind it. Uh, we did have those discussions, which I always am open to those, but um, uh, I don't like to deviate from our plans if, if, if it doesn't fit what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, you talk about the travel. I mean, you know, financial concerns aside for making a trip like that kind of off the books and kind of an unplanned one, you're already looking at a long trip to Eastern Kentucky, a long trip this past weekend to Utah, mm-hmm. another long trip to Tarleton, a bus mm-hmm. trip this week. That would be four straight weekends in a row. That's tough. It is. And it, you don't want to put your student athletes in that. It's almost like the same 
process we looked at was trying to add those games and play them for money games back, and, and that philosophy didn't fit what we were doing. And putting our student-athletes on the road again, and, and uh, especially a flight, it, it wasn't so much the financial part of it as it was uh, just their experience. And, uh, and we had already talked to them. I know Coach Keeler had about our plan and how we're going about uh, redshirting kids, getting some other people. You know, Also, some people have said, well, you have an opportunity to play those young guys. Well, yeah, you do, but you, you've got to be prepared for it too. And, and to make a change two weeks out, uh, that was that was a challenge. You don't want to put your coaching staff in that that, that situation as well because we're st- getting ready to start on uh, recruiting and recruiting our current players too with the transfer portal. There's a lot of factors involved. We just didn't feel like it. It, it was going to change our plan too much. Well, some other conference USA news that has come out in the last week: the addition of Kennesaw State as the tenth member of Conference USA. Just kind of what can you tell us about that move? Well, you know, it's positive. The presidents have been really driving this in, in Conference USA and, uh, you know, getting our input as athletic directors when, when it was uh, appropriate uh, from there. But I'm excited about it. I think there's a lot of positive part about it uh, with Kennesaw, and I think, I think they have 41,000 students, uh, the location to Atlanta with the TV market, uh, you know, and, and a research, public research university, which is, you know, with our R2 status kind of fit from that standpoint. And, uh, just a positive part. I think there'll be uh, a great situation. It seemed to be very positive uh, uh, from from administrator standpoint and others, the decision makers of how they went into it. It, it didn't. Uh, I know there are some other schools that w- they've been talked to, and and some close to us. And uh, that doesn't mean that they won't have an opportunity. It was just I think the presidents felt like this was the best uh, choice at this time, and it wasn't sliding anyone else. I just think it, it was uh, a good fit. So membership now sitting at 10, you feel like this is kind of where we're going to settle for a little bit? It seems to be with the, you know, with all the changes that are coming and who knows what next summer is going to be from that standpoint. But also we're trying to address our, our, our revenue opportunities as a conference. And when you get to 10, you're, you're dividing it up with 10 schools. Uh, if you expand to 12 or 14, well, that, that, that pie gets uh, – uh, a little smaller from that standpoint. And we're also looking at if we do expand, uh, are there additional revenue opportunities from there? And, and so I think the presidents and all of us are looking at how we go about managing that and taking – it's nice to be in the situation that we can take our time uh, and find the right fit. It also gives some of the schools that we're talking about uh, to keep in, keep getting their situation better so that if they do get the opportunity, they can – make that decision much like we did in Jacksonville State and Liberty and Mexico State did last year. All right. Well, that's really all I've got. Um, anything else that's, uh, that you want to address while we've got an opportunity here? You know, it was interesting. It was, uh, Dr. White and I were talking, uh, you know, it was a year ago. I made a presentation to Cabinet about our, our facilities improvements and things like that and was well-received. But it was interesting that Dr. White and I were where we were at a year ago uh, talking to Conference USA, and when Judy McLeod came and, and had the site visit, and not many people knew. Matter of fact, it was just Dr. White and I and Judy at that time. Uh, and then how it's all trans- transpired uh, the last year. It's been really fun. Uh, it's been a crazy time from that standpoint, but uh, it's been an exciting time too as well. And everything that we're moving forward, uh, I never dreamed in this situation that uh, the opportunities that we're having, and it's still, with all the things that are going on, 
uh, is still exciting, and, and it doesn't – I feel that we're even more committed that, that we made the right choice. All right, one more thing before we're done. Astros, Phillies, World Series, who do you like here now that the oh. Braves – we we decided to bow out of this thing to give you guys a chance. Appreciate so, uh, so After y'all, last year, I appreciate y'all it. Y'all have got a shot here. <laughs> what a, uh, give me a prediction. Well, a- you know, Astros in. As, as a lifetime Astro fan, with the exception, I guess, those four years when I rooted for the Reds, when all the Astros got traded back in the 70s, uh, you know, still it's all Astros from that standpoint. Uh, I did – Last night, I, I did get a little – I'm not superstitious. I didn't get nervous. But I turn on my MLB network, and I see the 1980 Astros Philly in LCS, my senior at Rice. And I remember we were playing TCU uh, in Fort Worth, and we had that game. We had one of the games on in the training room, one of those little small black-and-white TVs that people have no idea what those are now. And, and I remember that game, but I, I, I saw it. I couldn't watch the end of it. I think it was 10 innings, and we lost 8-7. to seven. Nolan was pitching and all that stuff. So uh, hopefully it turns out a little bit different this time. But I appreciate you bringing that up. So, And I was, I was worried with the Braves because we don't match up with the Braves very well sometimes. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, we'll come back soon. We don't know when yet, but uh, we'll come back. We'll have some more stuff to talk about as we uh, get ready to wrap up this fall semester here on BSN Extra. This week's episode is recorded in the all-new studios in the Wood Forest Bank Athletic Center. This episode was written and produced by Jason Barfield. All music is courtesy scottholmesmusic.com. This has been a presentation of the Bearcat Sports Network.